Hey guys, it's Drew from Corner Nerds here telling you that Tom and Chi in Granville is back. They've got impressive meal deals, so here's what you can look forward to when you stop by to get cheesy. Start your week off with a $29.95 Monday meal deal that feeds a family of four. No one wants to cook to start the week, so go get cheesy instead. Plus, kids 12 and under eat free from 4 to 8 every Tuesday, or enjoy a half-off grilled cheese donut every Wednesday from 4 to 8. And if you download the free Tom and Chi app like I did, you can hop in every Thursday and get $3 classic grilled cheese sandwiches. Plus, if you're like Stacy and you need it gluten-free, they can take care of you. Tom and Chi is proud to support Chia, a locally made vegan cheese that tastes so good, cows are starting to get jealous. Find Tom and Chi on 44th Street in Granville near Cabela's. <laughs> I mean, it, it still can be. Have, she doesn't, <laughs> she right? Doesn't that's the point. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, once again to another episode of Court of Nerds, where Stacy still can't figure out that I say stuff just to start recording to get her recorded <laughs> saying stuff. I'm Drew. I'm... I'm- it's my oh, turn. Oh, shit. It is her turn. I'm Stacy, <laughs> And I'm John. As you can tell, we're off to a uh, rip-roaring start here on the Court of Nerds. Uh, I hope you guys are really liking the new format. Uh, we're, we're jokingly referring to it as home team and away team since this podcast was started in West Michigan. John, Stacy, myself, uh, Biff, to a lesser extent, Ben, are all still in and around West Michigan, whereas some of our crew, Kevin Sledge, was never in West Michigan. No. Greg moved out to sunny Cali, and Grant went to the wilds of the north. He, the north. So we're going to kind of mix things up. We're do home team, away team. We're going to have a lot of fun and kind of cover some different stuff from week to week, whereas those knuckleheads focus a lot on video games, tabletops, and uh, Sledge and Grant get pretty deep nerd on comic books. We're going to kind of stick to what we know and what we do well around here. And that's going to be a lot of the TV, movies, and when I get real fired up, some comic book stuff that we're going to work in as well. Plus, if John gets obsessed with another video game like he was with the fractured butthole... We'll talk about that, too. He's good stuff, man. John loved his fractured butthole. He was a big fan. Um, anyways, mm-hmm. you want to lead off, John? <laughs> you want to start? Start things uh, off? Yeah, Start the why show not? with John? Why start not? with Star Wars, get it out of the way? We'll get it. We'll get, how'd you know? <laughs> what happened? How you know a Star Wars? Well, there's a lot of... There, okay, the world is going through some crap right now. Like okay. the world or like the Star Wars world? Oh, no, the world. Okay, well, yeah. We're the world. deep for like this. Like the Earth. The Earth, the United States, there's a lot of talk about gun control and things that have happened, especially the most recent tragedy at um, Marjorie Douglas High School in Florida. Yeah. I believe that's the one it is. Um, and it is, working its, it is working its way into the Star Wars universe. Are you serious? It is. Gun control is, is working its way into the Star Wars universe. Recent posters have been released for Han Solo movie, and there's a large controversy on why Disney and Lucasfilm decided to take off the blaster from certain posters that have been circulating throughout the world. And a lot of people have come out and done reaction videos to this, and my, uh, not a good friend, but the... Star Wars Explained pod, or, uh, YouTube channel, which I thoroughly enjoy. He's way more knowledgeable than me. If you want to go check him out, this is not an ad. I just like the guy. He's very, very knowledgeable on Star Wars and very good. So what happened was, is marketing, marketing at Disney decided to make the movies a little more family-friendly 
for a certain country. And this is going out to my great friends, or friends, 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 friends in Brazil. Viva la Brasil! Viva la Brasil! John, when you shout into the mic. I moved back. I really did. You did not. I did. I did. You underestimated your own Italianness. Either way. <laughs> oh my God. They decided to make the movie a little more family friendly in Brazil only. So they took the blasters off the posters. They are not off the posters in the United States. This is not a gun control problem. This is not Disney trying to push the liberal agenda. All it was was marketing doing their job. And a lot of people put out reaction videos, were calling for Kathleen Kennedy's head, and certain other aspects that I don't really want to get into. But it's not... It's not cool because those people didn't go and fact check. We here at the Court of Nerds tend to at least Google for 10 minutes to get our facts straight. Okay? That's the, that's the minimum but we don't, effort. We don't do reaction videos. We don't do any like that because we don't – first off, we don't deem it necessary. Secondly, when you do a reaction video, you're trying to get a reaction out of people. And if you don't have all the facts, why are you even doing the video? There was a certain video where a guy said, I don't even know if this is article is true. Somebody go out and figure this out for me. And then, and then he called for Kathleen Kennedy's head and <laughs> did a bunch of other things and said, but I don't know if it's true or not. And then rebuttaled and came out with another video saying, you know, he was sorry and he was taking the L. But you should have never even had to come out with that video if you would have just fact-checked in the beginning. You see a lot of comparisons of the two posters, one with the blaster and one without the blaster. One is in Portuguese for Brazil. Portuguesa! The other is in Spanish. It is not even the same country's poster, and you're comparing the two. This is not a United States problem. This was Disney making the choice to have a friendly family movie be marketed in Brazil. So if you see anything on this, just fact check a little bit. And it's not Disney and Lucasfilm trying to take the wars out of Star Wars. It's just them doing their job. And that's kind of what I have to say about it. I do have to say that looking at them, um, who is it? Alden Eidenreich? Is that his name? Alden Eidenreich, yeah. Um, yeah. It's in one of the posters. He's holding the blaster in one, and he's not in the other. And the one where he's not holding it, he just looks super confused. Yeah, because they basically <laughs> he's just, just like super confused. Took his arm and like yeah. made an arm there. But I mean, it's, it's I feel it's irresponsible to call for people's jobs and have an uproar on social media if you don't have facts. You've learned so much since starting this. So, like old John would have wanted to burn it all down. <laughs> I'm just, You've grown. You know no, what I'm, I'm really saying? proud of you. You've learned. I'm really proud. You've learned to hone your Italianness. And this is this is a big moment for us. I'm I'm gonna enjoy this for a second. <sighs> okay. All right. Moving on. So yeah. Uh, Go see Han Solo. Comes out May 25th. <laughs> Uh, a movie that won't be coming out this May or this April or this year. <sighs> Will be 20th Century Fox's New Mutants. It was slated to be released next month. The uh, non-superhero horror film that's still about superheroes will now be released next year in August. 
pushed to an August 2, 2019 release is New Mutants after already being delayed once. Now, the rumors on New Mutants are that it's uh, a big reshoot to make it scarier, as well as potentially adding an entirely new character into the film. So it's scarier, which means you're not going to go see it? I am going to go. I'm going to tough it out through this one, even if I pee my pants. Really? Yes, which is why I will be going alone. None of you will be seeing this. Maybe Jenny from Celebration Cinema, because I owe her one. I oh I promised if I saw a scary movie I would let Jenny observe how much I freak out. And here you are making fun of me for not wanting to go see Winnie the Pooh because I don't want to cry in front of y'all. Crying is a normal human emotion. Fear is something we can avoid. That's true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm not gonna go, look. Uh, anyways, uh, another movie being delayed though uh, is X Men Dark Phoenix. It was rumored to be coming out in November, but it will face a ton of competition around that time. It will now release February 14th, that Valentine's Day, 2019, for Dark Phoenix. This will be the second attempt to put the beloved X-Men character on screen, where X-Men The Last Stand took a giant shit on her. Hmm. Uh, I'm excited for both movies, more so for Dark Phoenix, if it can go right. But I am, uh, again, I'm nervous about Dark Phoenix. I think New Mutants can be awesome. And I like that they're kind of experimenting with other genres within the superhero genre. Because if you can make New Mutants a horror film and it works, damn straight, I can get my Justice League dark movie and have that be dark as shit. Well, I mean, it's not movies, but Runaways is different than a lot of what we've seen, and that works really well. Runaways is very different, but it was also released as part of like a Marvel off-brand when it first came out, like an offshoot Marvel imprint. And Marvel has since embraced those characters. But you're right. It is a teen drama under the guise of being about superheroes and extra, you know, I guess extra humans. Well, when you do so many Marvel movies and DC movies, it's, I mean, we've talked about it before. It's overwhelming on how many superhero stuff, on how much superhero stuff is actually out there. We can't even watch it all anymore. I've dropped a couple things because I just don't have the time and they're, they're too long in the tooth. You think they're just testing the waters with shows like Runaways and, and Legion and things that are different to see if they could push out a $200 million movie yeah, about absolutely. something like that? Absolutely. Well, the production costs on Legion are not low. Those are some fairly decent-sized actors and actresses you're hiring. Noah Hawley does not come cheap. So, uh, again, you know, Legion, I think, is just... I don't know if it's so much testing things for the big screen, John, as it is, like... You want to tell this story, but the big screen isn't the place for it. The Legion story is far too complicated to be told in the form of a movie. It's far too complicated to do it in the, what, 12 episodes that they did. The first season is not enough. I mean, uh, Runaways, you know, uh, Runaways, I think you could have made work as a movie, but it would have been, it wouldn't have been nearly as fleshed out as it was. You wouldn't have gotten the depth of the characters. You would not be as invested by the time you left the theater as I was with the TV show. Like having to cut a lot of things out. You would have lost like, a lot of great moments. Yeah. Like there were some great, holy shit moments in Runaways. And there were some great, holy shit moments in Legion that you wouldn't have gotten if you turned those into feature length films. Which that comes out next month, doesn't it? Yep. Uh, yeah, the return of Legion is very, very soon. Runaways, I think we've got a little bit more time on for season two. Um, something that we have less time on. Is and this is a bit of news that I, I saved for Stacy today. He wouldn't tell me. I wouldn't tell you. Did you know, Stacy, they're making a Harry Potter game for your phone? 
She totally did. <laughs> she totally didn't. I did not. Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery. Okay. It is a game where you play as a student of Hogwarts, and they just announced some updates today that will be available in the game. I'm sorry, is this already out? No, no, it comes out. <laughs> when does this come out? Start your, yes. Yeah, I'm your grabbing wrestling. my phone. It comes out this spring. I cannot find a specific release date for it. Um, <laughs> but they have now announced that one of the uh, characters in the game will be a young Nymphadora Tonks. No way. Yep, so you'll be going to school alongside young Tonks. Oh my god, there's so many cool things they could do with that. Uh, and uh, yeah, they said that she'll uh, be in many of the same classes as you are in the game, and you'll get to watch her develop and harness her metamorphomagus powers. What? Stacy is very happy right now. I'm so happy right now. I know uh, nothing that's going on. However, the, uh, <laughs> however, This is how I feel when you talk about Star Wars. And wrestling. And uh, wrestling. Uh, Amy Ratcliffe over at the Nerdist has this story. She says, the most exciting thing about Hogwarts mystery so far? The inclusion of Puppy Fang. What? Yep. Yep. Puppy Fang will wander the grounds of Hogwarts with you, spends most it's of his time... It's Hagrid's dog. ...with Come Hagrid. Uh, and he is puppy size in the game, but he looks so cute. <sighs> I'm so excited. You just made my day. Harry Potter Hogwarts mystery coming to your cell phones, tablets, and other devices this spring. Coming to Stacy's heart... As soon as she gets home. Hey, man, if you can give Dobby a sock in the game, I'm in. <laughs> John only wants to play <laughs> if the end result is, Master gave Dobby a sock. Dobby is free. Do. I just want to free some elves, yo. <laughs> I would play that game. If there was a Harry Potter game where the whole point of the game was you snuck around into rich people's houses and freed their house elves. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> In. That's what it would do. I would play that game. Yes. You just go around handing them socks. I'd read the books. No, I wouldn't. I'm just kidding. You would not. <laughs> John hates books. You like audio. I don't books. hate books. I enjoy audio books. About Star Wars. You know what? No, no. You like books. Whatever. I have another book. Yeah. I have Neil Gaiman North Mythology on my phone. North Mythology. Whatever. North Mythology. North. That's why I looked right at you because <laughs> I looked right at Drew because he's such God a fan. It. I am trying. North, <laughs> North Mythology is like Toronto. Yeah. He's trying to be cultured, Drew. That's where that's where uh, Grant lives. North Mythology. North Mythology, <laughs> where Grant lives. Son of a bitch. I want to be so mad at you, but it's so perfect. That's pretty good, man. North <laughs> mythology, where Grant lives. I tried to say Norse. It just came out north. Uh, last bit of news, and then Stacy had something she wanted to bring up today. Uh, this has been announced over the past few days. I think news first hit yesterday about it. The Captain Marvel film, we've known for a while, will be set in the 90s, uh, starring Brie Larson. And it's going to be about how she gets her powers. She is, uh, for those unaware, Captain Marvel is one of the most powerful beings in all of the Marvel Universe. And they intend to maintain that power level in the film. However, we found out over the weekend that several characters that are dead in the current Marvel Cinematic Universe are going to be available to return in Captain Marvel. Including Ronan the Accuser, his sidekick Korath, played by... Jimon Hansu, and everyone's favorite S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, Coulson. Coulson is back for Captain Marvel. This will mark Coulson's first return to the big screen since the Avengers. Yeah, because he died. Because he died, and then he got brought back to life <laughs> for Agents Spoiler of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> uh, 
But again, uh, there are other people in this film. Uh, ben Mendelsohn from Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, will be starring. Uh, Lashana Lynch, Gemma Chan, uh, Alganis Perez, Rune Temet, McKenna Grace, and Jude Law all show up in this film. Mm-hmm. In, the, so, in Captain Marvel? In Captain Marvel. This there's is the lot, cast of Captain Marvel. There's a lot of rumors about Infinity War or Avengers 4 bringing Captain Marvel into that because she might yeah. be the only one to be able to defeat Thanos. I think if she shows up, it's a post-credits. It's a post-credits. Not in this one that's coming out. I'm talking Part number two. Oh, in four. four. Yeah, number four. In four. Yeah. Uh, by the way, they don't even have the, the characters out for Captain Marvel yet. Uh, ben Mendelsohn is rumored to be playing the villain. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Jude Law is rumored to be playing Marvel, the original Captain Marvel who gives the title and powers to Brie Larson's Carol Danvers in the film. Hmm. So really, really interesting stuff. I like the 90s setting. I'm curious how 90s they'll go, you know? like they go full, all that Nickelodeon 90s. Like, like, like Jinko jeans. Yes. Oh, uh, Stacy's shaking her head like she wants to Chunky vomit. Chunky heels. Tied. Bell bottoms. Tied flannel shirts. Yes! Like. Oh, God. And there better be Nirvana or Pearl Jam. mom jeans. So much Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Yep. Taylor Awful. Swift would look yep. great in this movie. Anyways, uh, high-waisted mom jeans. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. Have they said why the suit's blue? They have or not. green? Green. They have is not like said. A sh- uh, what is it? A, a shrill or a... Or scroll. A scroll? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, I get called shrills on YouTube. That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, yeah, shit. it's uh, allegedly going to focus on the Kree scroll war. We'll see. I don't know. I'm very, very interested in this. Uh, Captain Marvel, a very interesting character. One that has risen to prominence in the Marvel comic book universe over the past couple of years. And it's really cool to see her film get started and to know we'll have some familiar faces to cling on to. Stacey, what did you want to talk about today? You, you, had, a, you had a topic you wanted to bring to the table. Yeah, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider! Tomb Raider. You're the of, only one in the room who has seen it. One of my most beloved fandoms, personally. I love it. Um, I've gone as her for Halloween multiple times. Um... I kind of liked it, and I kind of didn't like it. Scintillating um, review, Stacey. I know. Good, mm. right? And we're done. Bird Smith. She's really, no. <laughs> she, really, she really knows how to bring it. This is, this is why right. Stacey does so many reviews. So, the main problem that I had with this one, and it again, it's me. Hold on. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Tomb Raider, please tune out now. Thank you. Hold I'm not, not going to get super detailed. Without spoils? Oh, you're not? No, no, oh. no spoilers. Okay, spoiler, no spoiler. Spoiler free. Never mind. Dis- disregard what John just said. The original. I'll fix it in post. The the original Angelina Jolie. The opening sequence for Tomb Raider was her totally and utterly destroying a couple robots, right? Remember this? Action-packed, really cool cinematography, like got you in the mix. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes? Anybody? Tomb Raider. I've seen the movie. Okay. It has been many years. Yeah, I think I saw it in theaters once and I was like, pass. So this is a reincarnation of Tomb Raider. And it it suits the new style of Tomb Raider comics, which I'm sure none of you read, which is fine. But if you look at the old comics versus the new one, there is a major texture change and there is a major change in the physical look of the character. Yeah, they're like basing everything off the new video game. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which is nothing like the other ones. No. Uh, It has the same 
main components. They're both called Tomb Raider. Laura Croft. They're called Tomb Raider. <laughs> she's a badass. The end. She uses the bow. <laughs> she's she's a badass. Love it. Um, so this is a reincarnation of her character using that new style, and it does it matches very well. They matched the comic books. I I took a friend with it with me to go see it, and I showed her the comic book afterwards, and I said, "Tell me your opinion." And she goes, "This looks exactly like the movie." And I said. Yeah, they did that perfectly. What I missed out on is they were doing a Lara becoming the Tomb Raider. So she starts off kind of meek. Origin story. Origin story. So I got kind of bogged down by that a little bit because it was a little slow to get started. But once the action got started, it was really, really cool. And I was in it. What I wanted more of was more of that Tomb Raider puzzly. um, was the problem kind of like what you had with Spider-Man Homecoming? Where, and again, Spider-Man Homecoming, they did a great job of just, you know, short versioning the character origin and being like, wait, so you got bit by a spider? That's cool. Can the spider bite me? No, it's dead? All right, cool. We're done. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, story's <laughs> over. I love that. But game. then, and again, I love <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. I didn't think there was nearly enough web-slinging. I, I wanted more web-slinging. I wanted more of him just trolling around New York. I love the uh, the sequence where he's helping the lady, and he's like, is this your bike? If it's not your bike, don't take the bike. Yeah, right, and he's got the churro. The nice lady bought me a churro. The nice lady bought me a churro. <laughs> I, I could have done five more of those sequences and been really happy about it. But, Stacey, from what it sounds like you're saying is that you got a whole lot of, uh, uh, you know, in Spider-Man would have been Peter Parker and Ned, but you want, what you wanted was Peter Parker kicking all sorts of ass. Well, yeah, when you think of Tomb Raider, I think puzzles, all sorts of action, guns, oh. big boobs, ass, long hair, tight clothes. Like, that's what I want to see when I go see a Tomb Raider movie. But it was a lot of, like, her becoming Lara. Like, the Tomb Raider that everybody knows and loves. Was there a lot of, Figuring like... Figuring out her dad's stuff and blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Just now the, code, I think blah, blah, blah. Boring parts of the game. Blah, blah, blah. I believe there's another one that's slated, though. Well, I would assume they were looking to make this uh, a franchise. You don't it's hire set up. Right, it, you don't hire Alicia Vikander unless you're making a franchise. No, and she did awesome. Like, holy smokes, man! How was Walton Goggins as the villain? I like Walt Goggins. I like that guy. I think he did okay. I think he did okay. It was memorable, but I wouldn't say that I was like afraid of him. I was just kind of like, oh, I know that guy. He looks familiar. And that story played out. So it was it wasn't it wasn't dynamic enough for me. It was a little slow in parts. I wanted more action. There weren't a whole lot of puzzles. I don't know. It just It didn't feel maybe tomb, like, tomb raidery enough? No, it was like I was six and a half out of ten. It like, felt like a like too much of like a basic action film with a with a sexy star. Yeah. yeah, because the Angelina Jolie ones, they kind of like were like, "Oh, you've you know the video games. We don't have to. We don't have to do this. Bang, 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 bang. You know, it was like we right. don't have to do this origin story. But huge sequences of her kicking ass. She's riding a horse, firing a shotgun at Target. She's falling from the ceiling and doing crazy Cirque du Soleil stuff and murking people around her massive house. She's taking out robots. It's like, straight out from the game, too. How cool is that? <laughs> That's what I was kind of missing. There were parts where I sat up and I was like gasping, like, oh my god, Like I can't believe she did that. I wanted more of that. That's what Tomb Raider is to me. So, next one, hopefully, because it is set up for another, the next one hopefully will be the Tomb Raider that I know and love and that I want and then I can give it like an eight and a half out of ten. 
because she does great. She does all the voices for the uh, the video games too, and she she does great. I feel like it's something that when you start committing to these type of roles, you're going to have to commit to like the entire 360 experience. Well, look at Mark Hamill, the the Joker, right? The trickster. I mean, he's in it now. Well, yeah, but Mark Hamill is a nerd god. You know, there, there's a certain level yeah. of commitment to these. <laughs> and we've talked about it, I think, on That's So Braven regarding Stephen Amell from Arrow. Is Amell is becoming this nerd god. You know, uh, the star of Arrow, which really began this superhero TV renaissance. He was in a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I mean, guys who have had tiny roles in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies still appear at cons today. He's also involved in independent wrestling. Oh, and he wrestled the match at SummerSlam for the WWE. Against oh. the guy who's funding the all-in show that he's wrestling wrestling in. Right. And funding himself. Part of it. Part of it. Again, these, these are kind of the, the roles that people can carve out now that some of the, and I hope that this comes out right, is uh, some of the nerd... Gods and goddesses have kind of passed on or they've moved on to other genres. You know, there are new positions available. There are new people to be revered as Chris Evans is going to leave the genre. And mark my words, Robert Downey Jr. is not far behind him. They want to go back to making, you know, normal movies where stuff doesn't blow up every three seconds. I don't know why, but... I know Snowpiercer looked like Captain America movie. Just yeah, it did. It looked like Captain America on the train. <laughs> it, it was like, like oh, this is Captain America on a train. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. remember in Captain America when they like robbed that train and then Bucky falls off? That like that was just the extra scene yeah, of yeah, him going the of this. Yeah. through the train. It <laughs> was actually the end of Snowpiercer. <laughs> like, either way, you know, whatever. Uh, it uh, doesn't look very good for Tomb Raider, mind you. After 11 total days, the original Tomb Raider made $85 million. This Tomb Raider, after 11 days, has made $42 million, roughly half. So, But it also has roughly half the star power and roughly half the budget. Angelina Jolie, when that movie came out, was, was the queen. The queen. She was Beyonce. Like, wow. Yeah. Everything she was in. Everywhere You couldn't turn your head without seeing Angelina Jolie, hearing about a baby she had just adopted from Africa, or finding out what she was doing next as a producer. Mm-hmm. Remember when Angelina Jolie was going to make movies, and then all the movies she made were terrible? Mm. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I think Anything that's going to do it. Anything week. else? Anything, no, anything you know fun? what, man? Uh, I got I mean, one fun thing. Yeah. Did you, did you see the uh, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Gal Gadot Twitter, Twitter beef? No, did they start beefings? It was just a little beef, like... Because she 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 put up her Wonder Woman pose and was like, "Hey, you stole my pose." Because when he does X Force and then she does, <laughs> yeah. she's like, "Hey, you stole my pose," and he's like, "No, I didn't." And it was just a little fun little beef. And then somebody was like, "What kind of forever? Whatever." Yeah, <laughs> you know, because nice, it's, nice. it's all the same. So that was a little fun thing I saw on social media. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Speaking of uh, fun stuff. Oh, uh, Pacific Rim Uprising finally toppled Black Panther from the top spot at the box office. Man, what a run for Black Panther at the box office. Was that five straight weeks? I think it was six, and the record was seven. By Avatar. Yeah, but six almost six straight weeks on top, five, six straight weeks on top. Uh gets taken down by another nerd movie, which will likely get taken down this week by Spielberg's nostalgia vomiting fire spewing ready player one. Let's just say it's been seven let's say seven. Seven straight weeks of a black lead. Leading the domestic box office—that's That's true. Between yeah, between That's Chad fantastic. Bozeman and John Boyega, absolutely fantastic, spectacular, great time to be alive. 
where a Black Panther and robots fighting alien monsters are what tops our box offices. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Titanic. Suck a dick. Anyways. Uh, my heart will go on. My heart will go on. <laughs> that's, I think that's it. That's I think, <laughs> uh, don't forget, guys, uh, we will be out at Free Comic Book Day at Tardy's Collector's Corner on Eastern. We're really, really excited about it. Uh, we've been good friends with Gavin and Dee, who run the place for years. We love them dearly, and we're excited to be hanging out out there. Come on out. We'll have some prizes you can win. John might be dipping into his personal Star Wars stock to hook you guys up with something for free comic book. Day. And maybe even a kissing booth featuring the pooch. <laughs> Boomer loves your kisses. And, and what day is comic book day? Free comic book day. What date, though? You didn't say the date. Stacy, I don't know. It's the first Saturday in May. Okay, it's free comic go. book day. <laughs> God, Stacy, we're going to sound like an ass. I might as well pimp the, uh, we're, might, we're probably, tentatively, we're going to have Gavin from Tardy's and Don from the Comic Signal live in studio to do a summer kickoff, April 24. We're going to do a nerd roundtable. It's going to be a really good time. We'll talk about the comics that are influencing Avengers Infinity War just days before it comes out. We're going to talk about projects you're excited for for the summer. We'll even talk about some of the favorite dream teams that Don and Gavin would put together if they were making comic books. Ooh, that's going to be fun. So it's going to be a good one. Be sure you tune in for that. It'll be the week of Avengers Infinity War. A lot of good stuff coming out from us. Don't forget to be checking out Sledge and the Hammer Talk Cars. It is my favorite podcast on the internet right now. That's So Braven is killing it. Mr. Sledge's Neighborhood. And of course, those jackasses in Reverse Centaur. That's it. I'm Court of Nerds. I'm Drew. I'm Stacy. You're Court of Nerds. Fuck you, John. (laughs) (laughs) And that's John. I'm Colin Bunn, and I'm a close personal friend, the Court of Nerds.